Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. And let's jump straight in to today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first three comes from, am I the asshole nipple nurse? <laughs> Would I be the asshole for going to HR about my secret nickname? Throw away because I don't want to be identified. Long story short, I'm a nurse at a hospital and I go to different floors as my job to help out. I have a pretty common name. Think Jessica, Amanda, etc. There are several nurses with my name throughout the hospital and sometimes multiple on the same floor. Today I was working on a hall with a new nurse who didn't know me yet. She commented how it was weird that this floor had three Jessicas on it. She asked me which one I was. I guess she thought I worked just on that floor and I told her my last name. Then she asked if I knew Jessica with the nipples that worked on float pool. The charge nurse was nearby and I noticed her eyes get kind of big and she looked nervous all of a sudden. I was confused for a minute because I'd never heard this description and as far as I knew, I was the only Jessica in float pool. It dawned on me that she was referring to me without knowing I am apparently Jessica with the nipples. I guess this was just a known thing about me because that nurse avoided me like the plague all day and so did everyone else. The charge nurse tried to make it into a joke with me at lunch and I laughed to hide my embarrassment but I am mortified. I'd noticed my nipples sparingly in the bathroom mirror and thought it was just a rare thing when cold. I guess my nipples show through my sports bra and scrubs on a regular enough basis and it's become my secret identifier. I told a friend I was thinking about going to HR about this and they said it was obviously a harmless identifier that I was never supposed to find out about, so it should have been no harm, no foul. The same as Jessica with red hair, etc. I feel like it's not harmless though to use an identifier that is so embarrassing and has made me the butt of jokes. I think I could be the asshole because I don't know what HR would do and if it was too extreme. I don't want anyone fired. ETA, holy moly, I did not expect so many comments. Thank you all for not the asshole judgments and advice. I don't think I'll be able to reply to everyone because you know, life. But I'm reading it all and considering. I'll try to post an update at the end of my post once I make a decision on what to do. And to me, definitely not the asshole in this situation. They're creating a hostile work environment about you. It's bullying behavior in my opinion. And there's a reason why they all kept it hidden from you because it was wrong to do so in the first place. So this is totally on them. And yes, I would go to HR because who else are they doing this to? Who else are they creating these little nicknames about? I mean, they could have just called you Jessica in the float pool that you're the only one there. So that could have been your nickname that simply. But no, they chose that one. So this is on them in, in my opinion. So not the asshole. And let's check out some comments to see what they say. 
and we'll start off with Snarf Black in concert saying, not the arsehole. The nickname is unprofessional and sets a bad precedent for the culture. In fact, it seems like you have two informal nicknames and yet some people choose to use the borderline harassment one when float pool is enough to identify you alone. Edit. Also, they can't go by first name plus last name initial. And DeathGP says, not the arsehole, harmless my ass. That's sexual harassment and just a nasty nickname. And Conscious Card says, not the arsehole, you need to talk to your boss and to HR. This is a form of harassment. Instead of calling you Jessica with the brown hair or short Jessica or any other innocuous identifier, your colleagues picked a secret sexual one. And they know it's wrong too because they kept it a secret and they are being squirrely about it. And Type 1 Error says you absolutely need to take this to HR. This could constitute hostile work environment sexual harassment. HR needs to investigate and end this behavior. You can't allow this kind of toxic culture to fester. Not the arsehole. And we'll have one more from Icy Pumpkin 7142 saying not the arsehole and quoting, I was never supposed to find out about it, so it should have been no harm, no foul. And then says, if it's no harm, no foul, then there's no reason to hide it from you. No reason why you should not find out. So I don't agree with this statement. The other nurses obviously did not want you to know because they know it might be wrong to call you that. I think you would not be an arsehole to go to HR with this, but whether or not going to HR is an appropriate course of action really depends on how you are feeling. Now, with all that being said, what are your thoughts on this one? And we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from British Reindeer. Am I the arsehole for buying my nephew a PS5 despite him having low grades? PlayStation 5, just in case you didn't know. I'm sure you do though. My nephew, 14 male, just got his report card back and his grades were all right for my standards. Majority of his grades are Bs and he has some Cs. Despite this, his parents are disappointed in him, so they decided to lecture him on failing and not getting anything for his birthday as a punishment. They even sent an email to family to not send him anything. When I heard this, I felt sorry for the kid, so I decided to get him a PS5 with a few games. When I went to his birthday party, they were actually serious. There was not a single present that could be seen and my nephew was on the verge of crying. The effed up thing was that his parents even made a speech on how he could have had something if he had better grades. After the party, if you could even call it that, I talked to my nephew in private and told him that I bought him a PS5 and that he has to come over to my house to play with it because I don't think his parents would even allow it in their house. After hearing this, he had a big smile on his face and he hugged me. Let's just say that that moment was one of my happiest. When I told this to my sister, they called me an asshole who undermined parents who disciplined their children. She also told me that what I did was disrespectful to them because they only wanted what was best for him. So Reddit, am I the asshole? And we'll start with Amor Fati saying, this is actually kind of a tough one. I'm leaning everyone sucks here, but mostly the parents. The parents' punishment was cruel and excessive, but it's not your call to undermine their parenting. And if the kid's grades are bad, a gaming console is about the worst thing you could get him. But if we recast the situation and just say that you bought a PS5 that you would let him use when he comes over, then it sounds less bad. And Katie Lou says, refusing him birthday gifts in no way addresses the actual reasons a kid's grades can slip. And still throwing the party with no gifts and giving a speech about grades is just sick and humiliating. Not the arsehole since he's your nephew. I understand you don't have a lot of say in how he's raised, but I hope you can find a way to tell his parents they need to actually help their son rather than punish and humiliate him until he gets better grades. And Song of Sorrow says, not the arsehole, sounds like emotional abuse to treat him like this. He didn't fail anything, he got one C and now he's being punished. What the actual fuck? COVID has been hard on a lot of people. 
especially people starting a new school like college and high school freshmen. It's absolutely fucked to kick someone when they're down and punish them for passing but not living up to your own standards. This is how you mentally fuck up someone by making them think that you are not good enough. Stan and B says not the arsehole, this wasn't a birthday party, it was a behavioral correction session into which guess like you were conscripted. Sure, you undermine the parent, but if behaving like a decent human being undermines someone, they need to reevaluate their choices. And we'll have one more from just one mum saying, everyone sucks here. Parents overreacted to the grades. You would have not been the asshole to bring a card and $20, but a PS5. I'd be upset as the parent, even without the rules. This is not the kind of gift you give without permission of the parents. Absolutely not your place. Now, if you wanted a PS5 in your house and wanted to make your nephews feel better, you should have told him it was a joint gift for both of you. You jumped over the line here. And now, what do you guys think of this one? And we move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Refuse to Bake. Am I the arsehole for refusing to bake a cake for my sister and brother-in-law? I'm a guy and baking has always been my passion. It's something me and my mum used to do a lot growing up before she passed. My sister wasn't into it as I was and she liked it even less after mum passed away, but I continued learning. I'm not a professional, but I work part-time at a pastry shop while I finish college. It's something I'm teased about by my family sometimes, but I ignore them. My sister started dating her husband a few years back and he joined the teasing too. I don't like him in general because he is kind of a dick and likes to make fun of me even more than my family. They're married now and I have my niece who's five. For the last couple of years, my sister has asked me to bake birthday cakes for my niece, which I don't mind doing because I love my niece and she's a fair critic when it comes to judging how good my cakes are. Lol. They're going to be celebrating their wedding anniversary soon and she asked me if I can bake a special cake for them. But I told her no because they both still make fun of me just because I enjoy baking. My niece is a different story because she's a kid and this doesn't involve her but I have more respect for myself than to make a cake for two people that like to tease me about doing something as girly and emasculating as baking in the kitchen. Something I told her even she sucks at. So they both give me shit over that because they really want to make this a special anniversary. Money is tight because of their financial troubles and they wanted this one day to be perfect. My dad says I'm being too petty over this and it's going to ruin the day for my sister and brother-in-law after the year they've had. Am I the arsehole? So skills that you've built up over a long period of time that they've been rude to you about saying it's emasculating, like baking in the kitchen is emasculating. And now they want you to use your skills to benefit them. (laughs) I don't think so. Absolutely not the arsehole in this situation to me. But we move straight to the comments. This is a pretty simple one for me. (laughs) And we'll start off with Honest Minute saying, not the arsehole, don't matter that they are family. You have a right to decide what you do and don't want to do. Plain and simple, they shouldn't have been rude to someone they ask favors from. And Otto No Better says, not the arsehole, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Hey, perfect timing for saying this. Absolutely. Icy Pumpkin says, not the arsehole. And quotes, haha, bacon is such a girly and stupid thing and a waste of time. And we treat you bad, but please use those skills you work so hard on to make us something special for our special day without us paying you. Then says, you are not the asshole here, they are. Your reaction is absolutely right. I love that. Nevertheless, you are following this passion. And no jellyfish1208 says, not the asshole. First of all, it's so dumb to make fun of someone's interests. Not to mention there is literally nothing emasculating about baking the cakes. Second, they can survive the anniversary without a cake from you. They can buy a cheaper cake from a bakery or maybe, gasp, bake one themselves. If they want something sweet. You owe them nothing, OP. 
And type one error says everybody except Jeff Bezos had a hard year. They don't need a free cake made by somebody they enjoy belittling in order to have a happy wedding anniversary. Not the arsehole. And one more from Don't Trust It saying, not the arsehole, they are unsupportive and rude, so they don't deserve to benefit from your skills. Hats off to you for not refusing to bake a cake for your niece by association. Absolutely true. And now we'll move on to another story. And our next story is from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for telling my husband that he is in fact just like his father? My 31 female husband, 31 male, and I have four children. A son, nine male, a daughter, eight female, and twins, five male. My husband and I were over the moon when we had our first two kids and were just very excited. The twins were a huge surprise considering twins aren't common in either of our families, but we decided to keep them. However, my husband's attitude towards the twins has completely changed. I know it's tiring. We have other little children running around too, but it's not like we're overwhelmed. My mother, who is still very young and fit, lives with us and she usually takes care of the kids when she can. We aren't short on money either as both of us come from pretty wealthy families. However, I know that sometimes that isn't enough when it comes to parenting, so I decided to leave it. However, instead of moping around or just being distant, he's become pretty mean with the twins. He's always finding something to shout at them for. I shit you not, he shouts at them for being identical, as if they purposely planned it. Plus, he's the perfect dad with the older children. He only acts weird with the twins. I had enough yesterday when my youngest asked me why dad hates him and whether I want him to disappear too. There is absolutely no way a little kid would lie about something like this. I don't think he has the mental ability to make up things like that either. I was furious and confronted my husband, who was sound asleep in the bedroom. I asked him what his effing problem was and why he was being an asshole. He was confused, so I explained. He then accused my son of lying and saying nonsense. Obviously, I didn't believe him and told him that he was exactly like his father. He got pissed and left the house. I don't know where he went and honestly, I don't give a shit. Side note, husband's father was, in short, a piece of shit, very absent and cheated on his wife a lot. My husband vowed to never be like him and gets very heated at the mention of his dad. Anyways, my mother, who heard the whole thing go down, told me that I did the right thing by shouting at him, but I should not have mentioned his father. My sister, who I called later, said the same and told me to make a post on here just to see. So, am I the arsehole for telling my husband that he is exactly like his dick of a father? And we're going to start with Luthien on this one saying, not the arsehole, he sounds like an arsehole. People who are abused often become abusers. This isn't acceptable. And probably my jug says, not the arsehole, I'm sorry. I encourage you to keep being an advocate for your twins. And if he is saying things like that around them, maybe limit their one-on-one time with dad. Shit like that is so, so damaging to kids. And they're not too young to understand, as you pointed out. They know they're being treated differently. Whatever you do, don't subject them to someone who is unkind to them constantly. Good luck. And SD Rose 29 says, OP, you need to protect your twins. Your husband may not have said that he hated them or that he should disappear. Your husband is showing that in his actions, by shouting at them, by being mean to them, but being all loving with the other two. He is showing that he doesn't like them. He is showing that he doesn't want them around. He is being abusive. Maybe being compared to his father will give him the kick in the pants he needs to realize he is treating the children different. He needs to go get help. He needs to find a therapist to help him work through what about the twins he is struggling with and how to overcome it and be a father to all of his children. And you need to continue to hold him accountable to his behavior. 
As for the twins, you need to keep a special eye on them. They are internalizing his treatment of them. They could act out, be extra aggressive, or they could be shunning other people because they are scared that that person won't like them. So they are protecting their hearts. If you are seeing behavior that is different than what you saw with the first two, be their advocate and get them the help they need. Maybe even have them talk to a children's therapist. Your older two also might start treating them meanly too, because if dad is treating them like that, why can't they? Not the asshole. And that was a fairly lengthy comment and pretty much the majority of the comments either follow that, not the asshole or everyone sucks here because they're saying like OP has been allowing this behavior to continue for a while to build up to this moment. But what are your thoughts on this one? And we move on to the next story. And our next story comes from JS Leon 3. Am I the asshole for being angry that my roommates decided to put me in nicotine withdrawal? I've been a smoker for 12 years, started in AIT, spring of 09. It followed me through the rest of my time in the army. Two stints in college, three cross-country moves, and now I'm working to quit. The antidepressants help, got me down to about half a pack a day. I went to the VA the other day to get patches and gum. The rest of my life doesn't help. I've been unemployed for months. Moved to the PNW after making some seriously bad decisions. I listened to the wrong people who are now out of my life. Gave up my apartment for a closet in their garage. My truck died a while ago. Been using a bicycle and borrowed cars to get where I need to. The VA took away my disability pay to recoup the separation check that I got in 15. In short, I'm trying to rebuild my life and functionally have nothing but their generosity. Otherwise, I'd be just another homeless vet. So one of my roommates has been allowing me to borrow her card and get smoked every few days. I've always asked for her permission, gotten her and her kids things and generally done my best to help. I've sanded the back deck, moved a bunch of shit for them, assisted with meal prep and other chores, provided a shoulder to cry on and the best advice I can. Most importantly, I have promised to pay them back for everything they've done for me, mostly for my own conscience and to give them a tangible bit of gratitude. Pretty much the only thing I have to do is smoke and live in my head. Cutting down to half a pack a day is huge for me, especially given the other stresses that I already live with. Losing large parts of my identity, self-worth, self-respect, body image issues, loneliness, being estranged from my family, the works. At some point, the last couple of days, my roommates decided to just not support my soon-to-end habit anymore and not tell me until after I ran out and was holding off from asking as best as I could. I'll admit that I am deeply biased, but I need a sanity check. To me, this feels cruel. Withdrawal is fucking awful, and the betrayal of them just not telling me about a decision that affects me like this. I need a sanity check. If I'm wrong on this, and to what extent? I know they have been very generous up to this point, but am I an asshole for wanting this? Now, I feel sorry for anyone who's got any kind of addiction, and that includes smoking too, because it must be incredibly hard to get out of. But the, the issue is in this story is that they've already helped you so much and helped you, you know, slowly rebuild your life. And you said in the second paragraph, you have nothing but their generosity, which, you know, they have been super generous with and let you buy and smokes all the time. And I hate to say it because I do have empathy towards you for, for having that addiction, but you do sound entitled in this story to me that you're expecting to have smokes they you can't expect people to just give you money like that expect it that way so you will be the arsehole and i and i do mean it in a way that you know i hope you do find a way around it i hope you do 
you know, stop smoking for yourself in the end and, you know, your life does get better in some way. It sounds like you've been through a hell of a lot. So I do have empathy towards you. And I always find it hard to call someone an arsehole when they have been through an absolute lot, but you're not entitled to their money. It's really that simple. And your angel and your devil says you're the arsehole. That comes with empathy. I could imagine that some misunderstandings can be present. It seems like you don't exactly know why your roommates are no longer providing you with money for what you're used to getting. Yet you feel as though that's wrong and might assume they have bad intentions. It sounds like they've had your best interest for a while. They've helped you so much already in other ways and their best interest for you is probably why. Your roommates are not putting you in nicotine withdrawal. They're stopping how they once enabled you to continue smoking. In some ways, it seems like you support that decision, even if that support isn't at the forefront of your mind with the frustration you have right now. You're actively working to stop smoking on your own accord, and it seems like your roommates waited for you to do that by yourself before doing their part in that as now former enablers. What they're doing now is something that you can very well look back on in the future with a thank you. Your roommates might not understand the consequences that come with nicotine withdrawal, yet they don't have to. You're on your own journey to quit smoking. That journey's by you, for you, and with you. You got this. Now we follow up with Southern Rhubarb saying, former smoker here who relapses every once in a while. You're the arsehole, you're not entitled to their money. They didn't put you in nicotine withdrawal. They decided to stop giving you money. The fact that you were using that money on cigarettes is irrelevant. And CM says, if I understand correctly, you're the arsehole. It sounds like nobody is stopping you from buying cigarettes. You just can't afford them. That's solely your problem. Nobody owes you cigarettes. You should be grateful for everything they did for you, not whining because they cut you off. And Kal Kiki says, you're the arsehole. They don't have to financially support your habit. They didn't betray you. If anything, your feelings are betrayal to them after all they've done. And A isn't A says, as a previously long-time smoker, I can say there is no such thing as soon to be quitting. You either have quit or have not. That is a bit beside the point, but I have been in a soon-to-be quitting state dozens of times that didn't pan out. Addiction is a real bitch. Nicotine withdrawal also brings out the cranky. I don't think there are any assholes here, but your current state of withdrawal is not on them. It still sucks though. Maybe now is a great time to quit. I believe in you. And now, what do you guys make of today's collections of stories? Did you enjoy them? Let me know your verdicts and your thoughts in the comments below if you choose to do so. Only if you choose to do so, of course. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending 20 minutes or so with the channel today and get involved in the stories. If you do want to support the channel further, absolutely never any pressure to do so. You can click that join button down below for YouTube or click the link in the description for Patreon and join it up there. Thank you so much for your love, your support and your time and I will see you in the next one. Take care guys. Much love. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.